This is Fantasy Football Picks and Bets on Mayo Media Network, presented by PrizePix. Use code MMN at prizepix.com. Get yourself that match deposit of up to 100 bucks. You just use the link. It's down in the description. Easy stuff. The newsletter is down there as well. But the thing you really should be searching for is the Christmas bonus two grand cash giveaway. We're giving out three winners, 500, 500, 1,000 this Sunday, next Friday, the following Friday. And you can find all of the details of how to enter that draw down in the description right now. And let's say you're subscribed to Mayo Media Network. Boom! You're in the draw automatically, so please sub to Mayo Media Network, and you can find all of the different ways to enter the two grand Christmas giveaway. It's a bonus, all right? Thank Totag and Tambo for that one who appears on the Wednesday version of this show. Let's jump over to prizepicks.com right now, get into things. It has not been going well for you, boy, Pat Mayo. Hopefully we can turn that around. No more six plays, nothing like that. Here's what I'm going to right away. I'm going to have Kendall Hinton. Less than 9.5 fantasy points. Daniel Jones, more than 28 pass attempts. Those are the main two that I'm going to be building with this week and some of the reasoning behind that. Kendall Hinton, we saw when Jerry Judy was out that he ended up with a spike in targets, a a spike in snap share, a spike in production, frankly, especially target share when it came down to it. However, once Judy returned and Cortland Sutton ended up being out, we saw a lot less Hinton. They weren't, I mean, they were trying to run him on the outside. He's a pretty tiny guy. So that wasn't really working out too well for him. Now we saw last week that Greg Dulcich ended up running a plurality of the snaps as a wide receiver, not a blocker, an actual receiving formation, thus pushing Hinton to the side. Hopefully that continues. Then you always have the fallback that Denver's offense is just putrid. That 9.5 fantasy score, you know, he scores a touchdown. He's going to absolutely screw you in this. But, you know, we're on the hook for, what, 5 for 40? We still win in that circumstance. So I'll take that. Less than 9.5 on Kendall Hinton. And then with Daniel Jones, he's exceeded more than 28 passing attempts in 5 of 6 games. Saquon Barkley is banged up at the moment, so he's probably still going to play. More on that in the injury report. He has a neck problem. But if we don't see the 30-carry game for Saquon Barkley, as long as Daniel Jones isn't rushing the ball 20 times himself... In a trailing situation, at least that's what we expect being seven-point underdogs here, that it just seems like a very good situation for Daniel Jones to eclipse this. He has a lot of short passing, a few bombs to Slayton down the field, and hopefully he can get there by the end of the third quarter, and boom, we're back on the winning track. 200 pays 600 in this circumstance, so let's get back to our winning ways, okay? Injury report and updated rankings for the week. You can find all of my rankings down in the description right now. And if you join the newsletter, you can get you know your ballots to the draw. You can find all the hot links for everything. But here's what we're looking at. Kenneth Walker and DJ Jow, Dallas for Seattle are likely out. That doesn't mean they are officially out, but they are likely out as they haven't practiced all week. Pete Carroll saying they could all play at this point. I find that hard to believe at the moment. When guys don't practice on Friday, the chances of them playing on Sunday are pretty slim, less than 15%. So I have them listed as likely out, so they're out in the rankings as of right now. Travis Homer is going to be in. So I have Travis Homer as the starter. So the way this breaks down, if Kenneth Walker plays, he's going to be the starter. If DJ Dallas plays and Walker ends up sitting and Homer plays, I still like Homer more than I like DJ Dallas in this regard. We've seen these two be both be active as solos in the past, and it's always been Homer over Dallas. Maybe that changes. That's not a guarantee, mind you, but that's what we're looking at for this circumstance. So I have both those guys out of the rankings at the moment, which has Travis Homer coming in at number 20. So there are two separate ways we can look at this. 
One, you'll want to utilize, if possible, these guys into your flex spot and have a backup in case, if you have a better option than Travis Homer, if you want to roll him out in season long, having him in your flex just gives you more options moving forward. Now on DraftKings, there's actually a pretty easy way to go about this, that if you paid up a little bit at defense, let's say you use the Jets at $2,500, then you use Travis Homer at... Uh, $5,000. You put them in your flex. You have easy outs when it comes to this because it's a late game. You'll have to late swap, but you could go down from, let's say that the Steelers at 26 because this makes it much easier. You could drop down from the Steelers at, uh, actually, you can't because they've already played. Damn it. Uh, all right. So let's try to figure that out a different way then. Essentially, if you just leave yourself either $200 or $400, you can go up to Latavius Murray and you can go up to Donta Foreman both in the late set of games. That would be your out if you didn't want to use someone uh, as a wide receiver, but there's still wide receiving options that are a little bit cheaper at that time, too. I think that Travis Homer is a really good play. I prefer Dante Foreman, obviously, in the same game, but if you had both of them going back and forth with one another, you can just move up to Murray, get yourself the $200, figure out a way to do that. So it's not a lock that Travis Homer is going to be the starter and get all of the workload for Seattle, but it's very likely at this point. Hence why I have him ranked where I do. All right, let's go back to the injury reports. That's Seattle's backfield. Leonard Fournette didn't practice. He got hurt on Thursday in practice and didn't practice on Friday. He's probably not going to play against the Niners. That means Richard White ends up moving up. He's at 14. I actually didn't even look into what his prize picks are going to be for the week. You have the Justin Herbert prop if you haven't taken advantage of it. It's a free square if you want it. 0.5 passing yards over in the Sunday night game. We'll see Rashad White receiving yards is what I would be looking for. Not Nothing up on him yet there. And nothing up for him in receiving or receptions at the moment. But I would like his receiving yardage over and receptions over should anything come out of that. Damian Harris still isn't practicing. He's likely out for the Monday night football game. Patriots at the Cardinals. Joe Mixon is in. Travis Homer is in. J.K. Dobbins could play. That's still unlikely at this point, but he hasn't really been ruled on either way against the Steelers. Probably not a good start, but Gus Edwards would be the one that you would want to play instead of Dobbins. Saquon Barkley is probably going to play, but he does have a neck injury, so be cognizant of that. And Michael Carter should return for the Jets against the Bills, although Zonovan Knight will likely remain the starter and get around 50% of the snaps. Uh, I would say most of the receiving game will be either dominated by Michael Carter or Ty Johnson in this regard, but all the work on the ground should go tonight. So keep that in mind. Moving forward. Moving to receivers, uh, Cortland Sutton, Brendan Cooks, Nico Collins, Traylon Burks all officially out. Rondell Moore is likely out for Monday Night Football. Greg Dortch will be returning more than likely in that game as he's practicing full all week. Not that you want to start the human Dortch. But, you know, he'll be back. Uh, so without Sutton, I like Dulcich in his spot instead of Kendall Hinton. Brendan Cooks and Nico Collins both on the Texans in a big trailing spot likely to be out. That elevates Chris Moore, and that elevates Philip Dorsett. Problem is, those guys aren't very good, and neither is Davis Mills, who is now starting for the Houston Texans. He's back in. So I have DJ Moore at 15, Chris Moore at number 40, Philip Dorsett at number 46. It feels like one of those guys is actually going to do something. Which one? No clue when it comes down to it. They're not trustworthy, but in a pinch, you could potentially use them. James Washington will play for the first time all year for the Cowboys, coming off injured reserve with his foot injury, so he won't be on a full run of snaps, but expect him to get mixed in here and there. Noah Brown should see more bench time. Maybe he'll come in and fill in for Michael Gallup a little bit as well, depending on how this game goes. DK Metcalf has a hip problem. He's likely to play. However, Quez Watkins, Greg Dorch, and the return 
of Mike Williams. This week dropped Josh Palmer down, and now I have Mike Williams uh, just inside the top 20 at receiver. So Mike Williams at number 17. That's just behind Garrett Wilson, DJ Moore, and Christian Kirk, just ahead of Tower Lockett, Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, and Amari Cooper, Hollywood Brown, that range. You got Mike Williams. It's a key week in your season-long fantasy league. You need to get him back in your lineup and just roll with it. Hopefully he doesn't re-aggravate his ankle, which he shouldn't because he's practiced in full all week long. T. Higgins likely in with his hamstring injury. Then you have you have Amari Cooper, questionable at the hip. He should play Kadarius Tony. I'd say it's more unlikely than likely that he plays, mainly because it's Kadarius Tony and he rarely ever plays, but he's not officially out as of yet. Jalen Waddle's likely going to play on Sunday Night Football, but he is questionable with a leg injury. Jacoby Myers is the big one. He has not yet passed concussion protocol. That's for the Monday night game, so he'll have all day Saturday and all day Sunday in order to pass that if you are relying on Myers, which you probably shouldn't be, although I have him as my wide receiver three in a in a key matchup that I need to win to get in that you need to have some sort of backup in place for him be it Devontae Parker Nelson Aguilar Tyquan Thornton those aren't great options Parker's probably the best of the bunch I mean you could potentially have Greg Dortch on the other side I wouldn't love that at all but if you're relying on Myers just keep in mind that he may not play on Monday evening Tight ends for the week. You got uh, Hayden Hurst is out for the Cincinnati Bengals. Wilcox is filling in. Don't love Wilcox, but in a pinch, you could potentially use him. David Njoku and his knee injury is going to be in. And Donald Parham has been designated to return from injured reserve. Doubt he plays Sunday evening, but he may, which would hamper the overall upside of Gerald Everett. If Everett was someone that you were relying on this week, I would still say more unlikely than likely that Parham is is going to end up playing. A quarterback, Davis Mills, is starting for Houston. Trevor Lawrence is still iffy, yet he's likely to start with his toe injury for the Jags. If not, it's CJ Guilty Beathard coming in for the Jags, which would really put a damper on a lot of those Jacksonville receivers. Jimmy Garoppolo is out for the season. He may return in the playoffs. Who knows? But we're getting dirty purdy once again in week number 14 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. San Francisco, minus three and a half, still my super lock for this week. Lamar Jackson is likely out. Uh, Tyler Huntley is going to end up starting more than likely, unless you know something miraculous happens and Jackson ends up playing, which seems to be like less than a 1% chance at this point. And Tua and his ankle injury are good to go for Sunday Night Football against the Los Angeles Chargers. So that is the injury report. The prize picks once again. Smash a like, sub to the channel, and get your ballots in for the $2,000 Christmas bonus giveaway from Mayo Media Network. You can find all of the details down in the description. And remember to use code MMN at prizepicks.com to get your deposit match for first-time depositors up to $100. Link is down in the description. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. Good luck this week, and I'll see you next time.